Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, welcome back to Wake Up In Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach for the next 30, 35 minutes or so. And I hope you heard last week's uh, podcast with uh, Pastor Reverend Apostle Kevin Dowling. I call him Rev Kev. We had an awesome time. Really rich revelation on the grace of God. And he, he's in the process of writing a book called Good For Nothing. And it's a and if you and I'll have him hit on that a little bit today again and give you why he called it that because that's regularly a negative connotation, but it really isn't. It's you because of the grace of God, because of the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus Christ and your belief in that, you get the free gift of salvation, which is eternal life with the Father and the Son. Because eternal life is knowing the Father and knowing the Son. So uh, last week we hit on grace. We even hit on the topic of falling from grace and, and then coming back into grace. Mm-hmm. So when, when you fall, and, and you need to go back and listen to that podcast and, 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 and hear what the truth, the rest of the story. You know, who is that guy, Rev, that would say, now you know the rest oh, of the story. Isn't that awful? Yeah. As soon as I ask you, of course, it goes blank. Yeah, it goes blank out of your head. Yeah, but... Um, Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Now Paul you, Harvey. And so now we, we gave you, um, and I think we should hit that again a little bit and, and just uh, from a different angle on what that means to fall from grace. <clears throat> and I'm going to ask you that in just a minute, Rev. And, but um, before we go any further, can you just share... Um, a little about who you are Mm -hmm. um, because not everybody will listen to last week they're listening now so um, you're you're married to Sherry Dowling for how many years uh yeah we've been married since 1984 Barry so wow that's a good haul that's a good haul Tammy and I've been married since 1991 91 also a good haul but you guys have beat us got a little bit edge on you a little bit edge yeah, so, and you have three kids. Three kids, uh, all married, and we have 12 grandkids. 12 grandkids. 12 grandkids. And, that keeps uh, you hopping. Yeah, and they're all part of the church. All the grandkids and everybody here are part of the church. It's yeah. wonderful to have. It's like living the dream. You have your family and everybody all working together for the kingdom of God. That's so it's, it is awesome. And so we have walked together, and it's just audience, just... Um, Listeners, uh, Rev. Kevin and I have been working together in ministry in the same church for nearly 25 years. We've been mm-hmm. walked together for almost three decades. He knows my good, my best, my really good, and then he knows my worst. And, <laughs> and we've, and also we've been walking together as an apostle and a prophet. And and like I said last week, believe it or not, I have a strong personality. But guess what? Believe it or not, Rev. Kev does too. And we have certain ways that we think things should work, and we have worked on our relationship, and we've worked on walking together. And I think it, it's been essential that there has to be these examples mm-hmm. of of the fivefold working together. That's right. And so um, we have been doing that for nearly thirty years of iron chopper, sharpening iron, and we have. Uh, um, you know, a core value that we always default to at the end of the day. And that is uh, 
unconditional non-negotiable love that's never on the table no matter what we that's something that we always go back to so that was key but we also have another key uh, value that we that we uh, throw around this place quite liberally and that is same wage so same what wage. does same wage mean to you Rav Kat? well thanks for having me on the show again today Barry really appreciate it and as Barry said we have walked together so long that we do have a few uh, cliche statements that yeah. are more than cliches they're oh, deeply yeah. meaningful yeah. loving beyond knowledge uh, certainly being one of them same wage is another one yeah. and uh, you know Barry same wage comes out of the scripture you know the uh, the parable of the man looking, going out and hiring people to work in his right. uh, in his fields. And so uh, that story came front and center for me, and the same wage message came front and center. A number of years ago when I went into Starbucks. So you got you to say Starbucks, I'm a coffee fanatic. Yeah, well, uh, it's, some people call it Starbucks. Other people call it St. Arbucks. Yeah, and some people call it Six, Six Bucks. bucks. <laughs> and, that's, and they're all actually quite true. They're all true. <laughs> so, uh, so I went into Starbucks one day, and uh, I was shocked when I saw a sandwich board, and written on it, it said, uh, Today only become a gold member with your first purchase. I got to admit, Barry, I was ticked. I got my gold status at right. Starbucks the oh, old-fashioned way. You earned it. I earned that sucker. Earned that I worked, boy. man. I spent a lot of money buying coffee to move from a, a you know a regular schmo to a green to a gold. Yeah. And these people could get gold status for the first purchase. And, man, I was livid. I was, this is not fair. This is not fair. And, and I was about to go up to the counter and express my great displeasure yes. when uh, Pastor Mark Henshaw came in, who works with us as well. And I pointed to him. I said, isn't that disgusting? And Mark looked at it. And then he looked back at me and he said, man, that just sounds exactly like the gospel. And I said, oh, boy, he's right. <laughs> Did and, you feel uh, like he walked into a rake? Oh, yeah, I, I felt <laughs> like <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I felt like I had been, I don't know, I started looking around for the camera to see if I'd been caught, you know, yeah. violating my own, my own preaching, awesome. my own messages, you know. Uh, I, I thought somebody had me on some kind of a candid camera. But, you know, yeah. in Matthew chapter 20, we have the story of the landowner who goes out in the morning and he, he looks for people who are standing around who, who yeah. don't have a job. Yeah. And he negotiates with these gentlemen. And he says, come work for me for the day and I'll give you a denarius, right? And uh, so they, they go, okay. And a, and a denarius, I'm not sure exactly what its equivalent would be today, but it is it is considered to have been a fair day's wage for, for a day's work. Yeah. So they readily agreed to go work with him. And then the Bible tells us that he went out again, you know, at the third hour and the sixth hour and the ninth hour. Mm -hmm. And he did the same thing. He, he hired them and he just said, come work. Don't, why are you standing around? No one's hired us yet. So he hires these people and they come work in the field as well. And even the 11th hour. He hires. In other words, that would have been five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. He hires people at five in the afternoon for a one hour to come wow. and, and, and work. And then at the end of the day, he lines them all up from the ones he hired last to the ones that he hired first. Yeah. And, he, and he gives the guys who he hired for only one hour a denarius. Now, you can imagine the guys who he hired at the beginning and negotiated the wage with are probably going, well, if he gave them a dollar and they just showed up. What's he going to give us? But then, I'm going to, I'm going to like exactly. Bucks, so as he comes down the line, goes denarius. He gives a denarius. He gives a denarius. He gets to the last guys who he hired at six o'clock in the morning, and he gives them the denarius. And you know, Barry, what's what's interesting about that story is it's it's not that we're.
story or when we see a billboard at Starbucks that says, you know, a person's going to get gold status for their on their first purchase. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that that um, we are upset about um, about what is happening because it's not happening to us. It's because we think to the, ourselves, they did not earn that. They did yeah. not yeah. deserve that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it points out an ugly truth about most of us. We're, yeah. we're wonderful when grace is applied to us. Right. But we're not so good when it's applied to other people. And we have a hard time with it. And so we talk around Desert Stream about same wage. We say when someone comes back to the Lord yeah. or someone's a new Christian yeah. uh, and they come into the house and maybe you think they're getting access to pastor or access to... Uh, and celebrated by people more than you have, and you've been here five years or you've mm-hmm. been here 10 years, we remind them it's yeah. the grace of God. Yeah. It's same wage. They are have access to God to the same degree you do because they were saved by the same grace that you were. So there's, there's like there's the spirit of the younger brother, and then there's the spirit of the elder brother. Mm-hmm. And then you have the father saying, you know, and if we can go back to... The, the parable the, of the prodigal son. Yeah. yeah, or the parable of the love of the father. Exactly, which right? is what it really is about. should have been, yeah. yeah. Because, but the elder brother said, I, why are you throwing a party for him? He, do you not know that he was... And so we don't even really know if he did drink all his money away because it's just the elder brother giving the report. That's right. But mo- most likely he did. But I mean, just for the sake of conversation. But he says, I've, I've worked for I've, you all these years. I've done this. I've yeah. done that. And I you throw a party ne- for I've him. so faithful. Yes. He left. Yep. I did all the work. That's right. And he's getting the party. Mm-hmm. Sounds and, just like my Starbucks encounter, doesn't it? It sounds almost... <laughs> not as quite as traumatic as your Starbucks <laughs> encounter. But... But nearly, I would say, and and if you, so how do we deal with that in in our lives? And and this is part of the journey Mm -hmm. of understanding the grace of God. You know, another time that same thing happened, Barry, I was, uh, my mom was going in for cataract surgery in Kingston. And a little bit about my life, I was not raised in, uh, you know, a as a born-again Christian, evangelical yeah. home. Yeah. I was yeah. raised Catholic. And I was a Catholic, considered a good Catholic because I went to Mass, was an altar sure. boy. Yeah. But dude, I got out of church on Saturday night, went out and partied hard, sure. got drunk, smoked dope, did whatever I could do. Yeah. Uh, slept Looking in on Sunday morning. All the lo- <laughs> <laughs> you know, did all that stuff and and literally caused more gray hairs on my parents' head than the other three, my three siblings combined. So I'm driving my mom to her appointment and we got talking about my kids and what they were doing and, yeah. you know, starting businesses and doing this and doing that and God's blessing and favor. And my mom says, it's not fair. And I said, what's not fair? And she said, you were, and pardon my French, but she said, you were a hellion. Yeah. And she <laughs> says, and yet your kids are so good. Yeah. And she said, it's just not fair. And I said, well, aren't you glad that God's not fair? Right. And my mom said, what do you mean God's not fair? She said, if, if God's not fair, then nobody's fair. And I said, well, Mom, I hate to break it to you, but God's not fair. Terribly unfair. She goes, what do you mean? I said, he doesn't give to anybody what they deserve, and he gives to people everything they don't deserve. I said, it's called mercy and grace. 
and it ain't fair, baby. And I said, I happen to be just the recipient of the grace of the unfair God. <laughs> it's, it's the gospel of the unfair God. Absolutely. And I know people are going to like, what, what do you mean? And it's just, well, he gave me beauty for ashes, the oil of, of joy, joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for a spirit of despair. Yep. He gave me heaven instead of hell. He That's gave right. me life instead of death. That's right. He, 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 it's just, it is unfair. It is. But you have to understand that's how we have to treat other people, not just ourselves. It's easier to receive the grace. Exactly. And the mercy of God and understanding because we know where we've walked and we know what things we've done. And, and none of us, we're all flawed vessels yeah. on a journey of healing. All, uh, all of these parables, Barry, you know, from the prodigal son to the yeah. you know the the handing out of the of the wages you know by the landowner they all they all assault our sense of earn deserve our mm. our gospel of meritocracy you yes. know we yeah. we get what we earn and and the nothing, great american way yeah and it's yeah. so counter culture the gospel of jesus christ yeah. and only when we realize how much we have personally been forgiven to be able to stand in his presence, that we have no right to hold any judgment on anybody else, no. that we're able to celebrate other people being accepted into the family. And, and I would say to you today that if you aren't able to celebrate other people being received into the family, then maybe you better go back and ask God to give you a greater revelation of his grace to you. We need a revelation of our relationship, mm -hmm. of what has been purchased. It's not... It's not the do's and don'ts. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ and Him alone. Mm. There's nothing more we can do nothing. to satisfy. And I just want to say to you people that were out partying, uh, you know, <laughs> on the weekend, and you you maybe had too much, and you knew you had too much, and now you feel condemned, or or you 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 did something, you know, you stayed a little bit too long on a website, perhaps, and. And you, you've just, just your one repentance away. Don't carry that any further than you need to. You need to get rid of it. You just need to say, Father, forgive me. I messed up. I'm returning right now. Don't try working it out on, on your own. You cannot earn your way. You cannot. And Rav, maybe you can address this. We cannot be so holy that we become righteous. Correct. We we are now, and I and I've said this for for years that we are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and we are seated in heavenly places with Christ mm -hmm. Jesus, far above mm -hmm. all principalities and powers of darkness. We are living from our victory, yep. not living for it. Amen. So we we are we have to. Uh, shift our mentality that it's it's not whether i'm good or bad it's whether jesus did what he did or didn't do man and we know that he did do everything paid the price the sin quotient and even we can hit on this and i'm just going to just pray for just a second then we can hit on this but the 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 payment has been paid for sin mm -hmm. the blood of jesus 100 percent, 100 percent so I just want to just pray for you guys right now. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of condemnation and shame that's hovering over people and people saying that, you know, oh my God, oh my God, I'll never do it again. Just forgive me. Mm. I just want to release mm. you of that and say, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your mind today and I command freedom and liberty 
to to be yours because of the blood of Jesus Christ and what Jesus Christ did. Receive the spirit of grace today. Receive your freedom today. I decree and declare over you that whom the Lord sets free is free indeed, that you've been set free for freedom's sake. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus sets you free from the law of sin and death, (coughs) and you're set Mm -hmm. free in every way Mm -hmm. from anyone's control, even that lying, nagging, spirit of condemnation that's hovering around you i rebuke it off of you in jesus mighty name receive your freedom this day amen amen Amen. so sin has been paid for paid for past tense yeah paid for yeah so how do people walk that out in in the in the guise of grace well you know one of the chapters that i've been working on in 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 the book um good for nothing yeah you know the journey of grace that i've been working on is uh is helping people understand that righteousness is more than just eliminating options. So sometimes we think I'll be more righteous. For Let's take dieting, for example. Okay. So if I remove all the bad food from my house mm-hmm. and I eat nothing but salads and fruits and vegetables with maybe a little grilled chicken because I have nothing else in the house and I do that for five years, if that's the only option available to me, if that's the only thing available to me, Maybe. I'm living holy. Then I'm li- I, I pat myself on the back and think I'm living okay. holy. But it's then okay. all of a sudden I go away for a weekend to a resort and it's all you can eat and drink and everything else and I fall off the wagon so fast. Yeah, so fast. And the reason because I fall you off, have more options. Because I have more options. And the reality is, is that in our world today, people are typically only as righteous as their options. So another place... Okay, you got to unpack that. Yeah, let me, let me unpack that. Yeah, so, yeah. so for example, here, let's pick on a, a big one. Okay. Very few Christian men... 30 years ago, would have talked to you about having a struggle with pornography. Right. Because in order to view the stuff, yeah. they had to go down to the corner store, yeah. get the guy to hand it to them from the counter behind the little paper walls or whatever they had up there, you know. And yeah. they actually had to they had to risk effort. something. Uh, they had to make an effort, but they had to risk something of yeah. their reputation yeah. in order to be able to partake of it. Yeah. Today, it's everywhere. It's yeah. on, you know, you can, it's, a, it's a cell phone click away. And more men are struggling now today than ever before. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's because men today, Christians today, don't love God as much as they did 30 years ago? Do you think it's because they're less righteous than men 30 years ago? Is the blood of Christ less efficacious today than it was 30 years ago? Of course not. So what's the difference, Barry? Why? Why? It's because their righteousness was rooted in self-performance. It was rooted in, I can do this. And as long as the options were kept away, I was good. Yeah. Story of my own life. I, I used to be a news addict. Yeah. And uh, and so I was addicted to the news. I'd get up in the morning, I'd watch it even before devotions, believe it or not. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd watch, come home at lunch for in the afternoon, I'd watch the news again. I'd watch it over dinner in the evening and I'd watch it before I went to bed at night. I watched news four times minimum a day, read it all the time. I was addicted to the news. Mm-hmm. And my wife challenged me about it. And so I thought, I'm going to get victory over this. Yeah. I pulled the cable. Yeah. Didn't... Didn't, didn't even think about the fact that my wife, who's got a, a kid at home at the time, no longer can have Sesame Street on for our son or anything like that. No, no, I'm going to kick the habit. I kicked the habit by getting rid of the television, wrapped yeah. the cord around it, stuffed it in the basement, and all of a sudden, guess what? I was free. Yeah. Barry, I didn't watch the news at all. Yeah. It, I was free. And so after six months of incredible liberty and freedom, I hooked the cable back up and put the TV back. And what do you think happened to my life? Your kids got to watch Sesame Street. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. But I also went right back to the same old habit of watching uh, the news, you know, four times a day. 
behavior modification rather than life transformation. Exactly. And so what we tend to look at in this meritocracy world yeah. is that if I do the right means, things, mean, meaning earning by merit, merit I yeah. earn, I get what I deserve, right? Yeah. So I put in the work, I get the result. I, yeah. I curtail a particular uh, option, I get a certain result. But the reality is we avoid the heart. Yeah. It's really the heart that needs to be transformed. Yeah. So I got rid of the TV, but my heart was still the same, yeah. right? So now uh, my wife can tell you that the news hasn't been on in our home in over a decade. Mm -hmm. I have cable. I have the internet. I have access to news 24-7. Yeah. But I read five minutes in the, in, in the morning, usually you know, out around breakfast, yeah. and that's it. Because my heart was changed. My heart was transformed. And with a transformed heart, Righteousness was no longer about limiting options. The options are there before me like never before. Yeah. But I don't partake of it because my heart's been transformed. So how does somebody, through the spirit of grace, um, get freedom mm -hmm. where, where the more options that we have don't just don't overwhelm us mm -hmm. because you know i've been saying that we we need a grace to load manage mm -hmm. you know information knowledge that's right revealed mysteries affluence and influence those are five things that god's been sharing with me that we need to learn how to load manage so we have all these things coming against we have all these options like you said with men and struggling with pornography that there's only a couple clicks away and and you, you could be watching whatever you want it's crazy oh, with yeah. the accessibility <clears throat> that we that mankind has right now so how do you manage that um through grace how, how do you how did you uh through it was through confession how did you change the way you not just your modification yeah. it wasn't yeah. just your options were no, limited it, wasn't. It, it was it was a it was a transformation it, it wasn't about anything that i i i developed a strategy or a five-step plan and yeah. then followed that because that puts it back into the merit area it puts it back into it being the a byproduct righteousness yeah. being in right standing being a byproduct of my efforts again and it's not yeah my right standing is because of my relationship with jesus yeah. so what do i focus on if i want to be free from those things i focus on being with the real thing mm. which is jesus mm -hmm. you know my mom worked in the bank for years and this was long before they had special infrared machines that could detect you know phony money and all that kind of stuff right so how they trained them to detect phony money barry was they put them in a room and they counted real money all day just piles of money they just handled money and counted money all day long they counted it put it in piles of tens twenties whatever they handled money all day long and then after a week of of doing nothing but counting money they would slip a phony bill in. And as soon as they touched it, mm -hmm. they recognized it wasn't the real thing. Right. And, and they would recognize it was counterfeit. Mm. And so what we try to tell people yeah. is that cultivate a relationship, a real true intimate relationship yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. And false intimacy, you'll be able to detect it in right. an instant. So that means that greed, pornography, uh, you're filling your mind with, with yeah. bad news all the time when you're supposed to be getting close to the good news. Right. All of these things, right, get dealt with when we come into relationship with Jesus. And and how do we do that? Well, we do that through the word. We yeah. do it through prayer. We do it through uh, worship. We do it through communion with other saints. Yeah, That's how we develop that. I'm convinced that 
the scripture where where John the Baptist cries out, "Behold the Lamb mm-hmm. that takes away the sins of the world." What you behold is what you become. It's exactly. a shifting. Uh, of our attention it's a shifting of our sight it's a shifting and and you've heard me say this your gaze determines your days Mm -hmm. and and as i've preached at the church 100 or 200 i don't know (laughs) but anyway it's it's what you behold is what you become so when you begin to take your mind your focus off of what you're going through or take your focus off you are you're spending your resources which is time and effort everything on setting your mind on the things that are above colossians 3 2 right not on the things uh, that are on the earth correct and, and you're changing your focus you're refocusing and that in the midst of refor- refocusing you get reformation transformation and restoration absolutely yeah you know, um, through the washing of regeneration, right? Through yeah. the word. Yeah. You know, it's by the word is not just the scripture. The word yeah. is Jesus. Yeah. So as I, Jesus is the word, right? Yeah. In the beginning was the word. And so the as word I spend with, time in and with the word, yeah. my life is transformed. I pour myself into the scripture. Yeah. I pour myself into worship. I pour myself into cultivating time yeah. with him. Yeah. And, I, and as I walk more intimately with him, yeah. you know, as the old songwriter said, the things of this world grow strangely, strangely dim, dim in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Yeah. And 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 that is the answer. The yeah. the whole trying to discipline myself out of it. Yeah. You know, discipline is a fruit of being with Christ. It's a yeah. fruit of the spirit. Yeah. It doesn't earn us something. It's a byproduct of something. Yeah. Tammy and I are talking <clears throat> about this uh on the way back from our, we were just in Mexico, mm-hmm. and and just that we need in this season the fruit of love to produce the fruit of self control. Mm-hmm. There's just that that fruit, and and Gloria Copeland does a teaching on the fruit of the spirit is love, and then love produces joy, peace, patience, ah, kindness, okay. yep. goodness, uh, you know. Um, faithfulness and then self-control mm-hmm. so and i bought into that years ago i believe that i believe that the fruit of the spirit is love god poured out his love into our hearts by the holy spirit who he gave to us romans 5 5 and and so uh, you know perfect love casts out all fear so love is the fruit of love in that relationship what you're talking about earlier that relationship with him produces the self-control that we need so it's not it's it's we've in christianity we've actually put the cart before the horse so many times so many times because we're trying we're we're trying to do it the world way and you know what if you try doing it the world way it will not work well what you'll get get, is you'll get the world result that's what you'll get but you got to get the l out of the world Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and, and you get back to the word. Back to the word. You yeah. get the L out of the world. Get the L out of there and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you get into the word. Yeah. And so that's why these these podcasts that that, that you and I've just done a mm. couple now um are so important because it's faith comes by hearing mm. the preach, proclaim, prophetic, proceeding word from the Father. Faith comes by hearing the word 
and faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So your hearing gets cleared. Get continue, ladies and gentlemen. You can listen to a whole lot of bad stuff on the internet. You can listen to a lot of bad podcasts. You can listen to a lot of bad music, but you can also listen to good stuff and, and, and have your life nurtured by getting underneath anointed ministries. Well, why do you think the Bible says whatsoever is good, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is holy, lovely, holy, whatever are holy? Yeah. Think about these things or dwell upon these yeah. things. Things, right and it's then very intentional. then your mind has peace then yeah. your mind is protected and and so it doesn't come through self discipline it comes from putting yourself in alignment with the, the father yeah. of spending time with the son yeah. of being in his presence yeah. and when we do then our lives are transformed yeah. and 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 you know one of the things I'm trying to help people with to to understand is that since Jesus paid the price for my sin, yeah. then how about this? I don't look at my sin anymore. I look at Jesus. Yeah. Right. You know, we Paul no said in the scripture, know each other after the flesh. That's right. Yeah. Paul said in the scripture, everything is permissible to me, right? But not everything is beneficial. So and then he went on to say, I'll be mastered by nothing. Right. Everything is permissible. So God has created an incredible world, Barry, mm. where where food, drink, sex is all available to us. Yeah. But he's created it to be available to us in a way that will bring us health and wholeness and strength. Right. And so when we when we partake of those things outside of the context that God provided for us, right. when we eat too much, when yeah. we eat, when we drink too much, when we have sex outside of His protective context in our yeah. marriage, when yeah. we do any of those things, yeah. right? We are we are actually pushing Jesus away. Yeah. Because uh, and those things are permissible, but they're permissible in the context of relationship with Him. Yeah. If we pursue Him, He'll give us life and yeah. life abundant. But if we reject relationship with Him, mm-hmm. the very abundance will be our undoing. So the, this relationship with Jesus Christ and this journey of grace mm-hmm. that we're in gives us healthy boundaries to live within. Correct. And they're, they're massive and wonderful and, and beautiful and abundant. Um, but then there are contain, containment and controls. And there's a difference between being contained and controlled, which is, you know, some of the habitual sins and all that kind of thing, and the, and the, and the safe and safe boundaries that God has given to sure. us. So it's, it's um, a, a life of, it, it's a life of submission. I mean, well, I mean, we've been bought with a price, but it's, it's, we... When we hear submission, or we hear the word dominion, and we hear these these strong words that we we filter through a world's definition of these, but I'll tell you, to be a slave to God is just beautiful. Well, you know, it's an interesting word you picked there. To be a slave to God, it's a scriptural word. Yeah. But slavery to God is not like slavery to the world. Exactly. And, a... and and why? Because the person who is a slave to God is actually a family member. Yeah. You know, we're all redeemed and called sons and daughters. Right. We're brought into the yeah. family business, if you will. Yeah. And what yeah. is the family business, Barry? Kingdom of God. Yeah. And and so we come and we serve from the position of having the ring, the robe, yeah. and the righteousness, right? Yeah. We come and we serve from the position of being sons. Yeah. And no and so anything that we we may appear to people on the outside as though we're slaves to God, yeah. but we're actually working and serving from the position of being a son. Yeah. And that changes everything. We, we freely choose. It's like Paul the Apostle mm-hmm. says, uh, he says in 1 Corinthians nine nineteen, for although I am set free in every way from anyone's control, I've made myself a bond servant to everyone so I get, might gain the more for Christ. We, when we find out what we have, 
we're willing to go to the ends of the earth to present that to people mm-hmm. that uh, this is this is what and and so out of my love for him and my appreciation for what he's done this is why i serve him exactly yeah. why was paul able to make that statement because he knew who he was yeah he knew that he was a blood-washed son of god yeah and so it wasn't beneath him to serve and make himself a, a servant to all yeah because jesus had called him son Jesus had called him family. Yeah. And so he, as a, when we live as a powerful person, recognizing we're the, a son and daughter of God, yeah. then we can do anything. And, yeah. and, and it's not beneath our station. No, absolutely. Yeah, so we're at 31 minutes. That just flew by. Did it ever? My goodness. <laughs> How does that happen? Yeah, so we're, we're going to have to have Rev Kev back on um, and, and get back into this mm-hmm. huge topic. And it'll be impossible to exhaust, uh, you know. The, Hence why I'm writing a book. Yeah, writing a book. It's hard to get it out in a couple of podcasts yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, thank you for us. having me here. Yeah, it's been great. Love your perspective. Love the grace journey that you're on. And I've seen it. I've yeah. seen the grace journey that you're on and, and, and the fruitfulness of it. And so if you could just maybe just pray before I just sum up. Mm-hmm. Um, just pray that people would get that perspective of living from the victory and living from the yeah. righteousness because it is impossible to be so holy that you can become righteous, but you can receive the righteousness of God and live towards holiness. That's right. Yeah. So you just pray for our listeners. Today. Yeah, sure. Father, I thank you today that, Lord, everything that I can't do in my own strength, I can do through you. Because I have been grafted in, the scripture says, adopted into the family of God, mm-hmm. now as a son, I can go out and I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things as a son, things I could never do as a pauper, things I could never do when I was on the outside looking and trying to work, to please, to uh, appease your wrath, all the things that I tried to do, I couldn't do and I kept failing and failing and failing. But now because I'm a son, I've been able to go out and I'm able to live free from the very things that ensnared me before. And Father, I just thank you that that truth is there for everyone today. That God, we can uh, live victorious because we live as sons, we live as daughters. And when we live from the position of family rather than Father uh, struggling to achieve, that God, you're able to do abundantly beyond all that we can ask Mm. or even imagine. And Father, we thank you for that revelation and that truth today. And we give you praise for all that you have done on our behalf. And we commit today to working from righteousness rather than for righteousness. We commit to working from your position of grace and from family rather than for family, trying to become family. We thank you, Lord, that it's already been done. And so I can live in it and move forward with it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to read a couple of scriptures before we um, end end the podcast today. And it's in Romans 5.20. It says, Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace mm. did much more abound. And much more want, abound. There is a greater grace for anything that you're walking through today. There's a greater grace that's been made available to you yes. that you're able to receive and, and begin to be able to walk a more victorious life. Mm-hmm. And I just want to turn over, I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 
Yeah, and it says here, Second uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, verse nine. It says, "And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, mm -hmm. for my strength is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness." Mm -hmm. So, so it's not that you have to be emaciated. No, that 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 weakness here. It's not talking about you have to be in lack. It's for me is I'm I'm living um, above my pay grade. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm, um, living in this place where I am um, out on the on the limb. It's always your faith is is the faith walk is not by not by sight, but it's by faith by yeah. that we walk. So um, we're always walking this faith and we're always pushing the envelope and we're always out in this place. And in, in that place is where grace yeah. is made perfect. Well, when Paul talks about, you know, living from the place of weakness, what's he mean? Yeah. He's talking about the place of total dependence on mm -hmm. another, which yeah. is Christ. You know, yeah. the weak are dependent on the strong. Yeah. Paul says, I just became weak. I, I became totally dependent yeah. on Christ. And may we all become totally dependent on God. That doesn't mean you have to be weak in stature or you have nope. to be uh, pathetic or you have yeah. to be, you know, you have to lose all the time or you have to be in poverty. No, I break that off of you right now. Yes, but in Jesus' come into name. that relationship, your total dependency on Christ. Amen. On Christ alone. My hope is in God. My hope is in him alone. Yeah. Anyway, bless you guys. If you want more information on the ministry, on our ministry, on Barry Miracle or any of the places we're going to be, or you want resources, or you want to even sow into uh, the podcast or our ministry, you can go to www.barrymiracle.ca. And if you want to sow a seed into Kevin Dowling, is there a place that we can have people go? Well, they, you know, uh, uh, what they could do is just check us out online at uh, yeah. www.desertstream.net. Yeah. We'd love to have you come and join us on a, on a Sunday. And yeah. if you live far away, just check us out online. Yeah. Uh, and we're also on YouTube. Just type in Desert Stream uh, Christian Fellowship on YouTube. And we're there every Sunday broadcasting yeah. for you. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. So if you uh, yeah. want, send us a, an email. Yeah. So once again, go to uh, www.desertstream.net. Uh, or go on YouTube and type in uh, Desert Stream Christian Fellowship and our, our videos are there yeah. every week. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, bless you guys. Until next week, Barry Miracle signing off. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.